Managing stress is absolutely essential for maintaining good physical, mental, and emotional health. But unfortunately, according to a survey by Transamerica Institute, fewer than half, 41%, of people reported that they are managing their stress on a consistent basis. Welcome back to ClearPath, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller, and today we're joined by Mihaela Vince, public health expert for nonprofit Transamerica Institute, and she's here to discuss the impacts of stress on our health, ways to manage it, and where to turn for help. But before we get started, I want to remind our listeners that we love hearing from you and getting to know what topics you'd like to learn more about. So please drop us a line at info at transamericacenter.org. Well, welcome back, Mahela. Yeah, it's good to be here, Al. So as we do with most of our episodes, let's start off with some basics here by defining what actually stress is. Stress is a natural response to a perceived threat or challenge. It's a complex reaction that prepares us to respond to a perceived danger. So in today's world, stress can really be triggered by lots of things, including work pressure, financial worries, or relationship issues, just to give a few examples. But just keep in mind that not all stress is bad. Interesting, because I think most of us tend to associate stress with feeling overwhelmed, and nothing good about that, right? So what exactly do you mean when you say that not all stress is bad? There's a type of stress that is actually beneficial and helpful even for us, and it's called eustress. Eustress can motivate us, and it can arise from different situations. For instance, a fun challenge or a first date can cause this type of stress. However, any type of stress that becomes really excessive or unmanageable can be unhealthy. When we're overly stressed, it can be especially difficult to think clearly, it can be really difficult to make good decisions, or perform well at school or work. It can also have an impact on our physical and mental health. Although stress can feel challenging to escape at times, it's intriguing to know what can trigger these feelings day to day. So could you walk us through this process explaining how this comes about? Sure. So when our bodies are under stress, they release cortisol and adrenaline, and that's according to the American Psychological Association. Um, And the release of these hormones can lead to a range of physical symptoms like headaches, digestive problems, weakened immune systems, and fatigue. Managing stress is really a continuous process, and it can take a lot of time to really find the strategies that work best for you. But stress management is really important. And believe it or not, it's also an essential factor for healthy aging. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't want to stress over stress. Uh, you don't want to or you do want to set yourself up you know, with some healthier lifestyle practices that'll hopefully keep you out of harm's way. Now, could you talk about how the use of stress management just might lead us to a pathway of healthier aging? According to a report published in Biomedicines, chronic stress can actually shorten lifespan by accelerating the aging process. Stress is a major risk factor for chronic diseases like heart disease, hypertension, and diabetes. By managing stress, you can actually reduce some of the negative impacts that stress has on your body, and this can actually potentially increase your lifespan. That's a great point, Mihaela. It's really in your best interest to try out different strategies for managing stress to identify the ones that really are right for you. Now, with that being said, what do you recommend for those who are looking for ways to manage stress? Well, if you're looking for ways to manage stress, the first recommendation I have is healthy coping mechanisms. Lots of us get overwhelmed when life doesn't go our way and the to-do list feels unmanageable. But really, when life gets difficult, it's really important to turn to healthy coping mechanisms. 
According to the CDC, as of June 2020, 13% of Americans reported starting or increasing substance use as a way of coping with stress or emotions related to COVID-19. Despite the temporary relief, using drugs and alcohol can actually lead to more stress, and this is because they can cause withdrawal symptoms, financial burden, legal issues, and they can lead to health and relationship issues. Well, got to say, no surprises there. I mean, I'm, I'm no doctor, but introducing substances into the equation may provide some temporary relief, but all you're really doing is masking the issues, which ultimately can and will resurface and probably place you in an even more stressful situation. So then what would you recommend as some healthier alternatives or coping mechanisms to turn to? Yeah, when we're stressed, it's really important to remember that it might be difficult to have the motivation to turn to coping mechanisms that are good for us in the long term. We might feel inclined to turn to the types of activities that give instant gratification. Now, while instant gratification may provide temporary pleasure, it can be detrimental to our long-term happiness and overall well-being. Now, some activities that can help us in the long run include journaling and exercise. Journaling, for instance, can really help us process and cope with stressful situations. Exercise, on the other hand, is another great option as regular physical activity can really help reduce stress by releasing endorphins, which are feel-good chemicals in the brain. Oh, yeah. I love it when those endorphins kick in, especially after a run or workout when I've felt overwhelmed by some stressful situations. Now, what other methods have you got for us to help reduce the negative effects of stress? You know, some efforts might include practicing relaxation techniques that can help reduce stress like meditation, deep breathing, or yoga. I think you're spot on with those options, Mahela. To that point, would you mind providing maybe a, you know, just a brief overview of each of these? Sure thing. So for meditation, you want to find a quiet place to sit. Really close your eyes and focus on your breath. When thoughts do come up, and they will, just simply acknowledge them and then send your attention back to your breath. Yeah, you know, that's a great one. I, I especially appreciate the idea of simply acknowledging our thoughts versus judging them and then returning our focus back to our breath. Now, what about deep breathing? For deep breathing, simply take a deep breath in, hold it for a few seconds, and then slowly exhale out. Repeat this several times, focusing on your breath and really allowing your body to relax with each exhale. That works for me, and I think most would probably be surprised how well that does work. Now let's turn to yoga. Could you briefly touch on that? Yoga includes lots of different poses and breathing techniques that can really help reduce stress as well as improve flexibility and strength. I can tell you that's worked wonders for me, and as a matter of fact, uh, some have gone as far to claim that yoga is actually the natural antidepressant. Well, Mihaela, that was great. So thank you for walking us through those relaxation techniques. Now, what else do you have for us in terms of reducing stress today? Spend time outdoors. Being outdoors, especially in nature, can really help reduce stress, according to the American Heart Association. This is because spending time outside can really help provide a change of scenery and increase a sense of calm. Spending time in nature can also reduce cortisol, the stress hormone that we touched on earlier. It can also improve your mood as well as increase feelings of happiness and well-being. Well, I can attest that an occasional change in scenery can provide, if you will, a geographical cure and, and aid in reducing stress. So to recap here, we've identified exercise, journaling, relaxation techniques, and spending time in nature as some healthy ways to reduce stress. 
Now, let's say this, though. What if someone feels they're still unable to cope with their stress? What should they do? If they feel that they're unable to manage their stress, they may need to seek professional help. The good news is that there are a few options of where to turn to. Agreed. Professional help shouldn't be overlooked in these circumstances. So let's go over them. First, where can people go if they feel that their stress is overwhelming to the stage where it's getting in the way of their day-to-day life? Mental health professionals such as therapists and psychologists are great options to explore. These professionals can provide therapy and support for stress-related mental health issues, which is especially important if you feel that the stress is getting in the way of your day-to-day life. Many employers also offer EAPs or employee assistance programs, which provide counseling services and other resources for employees experiencing stress and other mental health concerns. True. Employee assistance programs or EAPs are especially important for employees who are looking for support regardless if the issues are work-related or personal. Now, outside of EAPs, are there any other resources folks can turn to if they're having difficulties managing their stress? Community organizations such as religious organizations, nonprofits, and support groups can really help provide resources and support for stress-related issues. Also, there are many online resources available for stress management and mental health support, including apps, websites, and online therapy services. Good to know. And in that vein, would you mind providing our listeners some apps or online therapy services that they could turn to? Sure. I think it's important to highlight some, so here are a few. Seven Cops, for instance, is a free emotional support service that offers counseling through trained volunteers and licensed therapists. Calm is an app which provides guided meditation and relaxation exercises to help reduce stress and improve sleep. And lastly, there's Happify, which offers science-based games designed to improve mood, reduce stress, as well as increase resilience. You know, I really like the sounds of these, Mihaela, and I'm particularly intrigued uh, by Happify and can't wait to find out what kind of games they offer. Now, I do have one final question. Uh, Earlier, you mentioned that stress can lead to physical symptoms in terms of, well, literally getting physically sick, and you're concerned that it might be related to stress. Well, what then? You know, if you're experiencing physical symptoms of stress or if you're unsure if your stress is related to a medical condition, it's really important to talk to your doctor. They can provide an assessment and really help you determine the most appropriate course of action. Great insights today, Mihaela, so thank you. And just remember, seeking help for stress is a sign of strength. And if you find yourself confronting these circumstances, take heart and know there are a variety of resources available to help you manage and overcome stress, as Mihaela just noted. And if you'd like to check out any of the source materials mentioned today, visit transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast to review the episode's transcript. Also, if you have comments, feedback, or topic ideas, please reach out to info at transamericacenter.org. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you won't miss an episode of Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit, private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about health and wellness, employment, financial literacy, longevity, and retirement. You can get our weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcast, and at transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute, 
with assistance from WYPR. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance.